Support for this podcast comes from the patrons at patreon.com slash FML FPL. Actually, only halfway through Game Week 34, but the pod's got a pod, so here we are. Yeah, got a pod here on a Monday before the uh, Stoke, the big the big matchup of the week, Stoke-West Ham kicks off. <laughs> For me, it's big with Arnie yeah. in, the, in the basket, but yeah. So how'd you do? I'm doing pretty well. How are you doing well? so far? Yeah, I've basically my rank has stayed the same, which for me is fine. I'm not on that many doublers. I am using my bench boost. Me and 35% of the top 10K are on our bench boost this week. Um, I brought in Gale for Ings, which was a mistake kind of in hindsight because I should have gone like Perez or maybe even Jordan Ayew. Um, But, you know, two points or two points this week. That's not like that bad of a thing. Karius on my bench, getting that six-pointer is huge. Vanderhorn, Sun, Lingard all not starting is very bad. Um, and also me having no Liverpool attackers or City attackers is very bad. But all that said, I'm surviving mostly with the the Wilf Hall. Um, even the Aubameyang yeah. assist feels massive this week so far with the with Rom blanking and Kane blanking and Sanchez blanking. Like just getting a five pointer is good. Yeah, I think the second game for Spurs and United are going to be the big telltale signs of how everyone finishes up. I mean, you're on Captain Kane, and I have Captain Alexis. So if we get a return, God bless if it's double return. I mean, hitting Captain in that sense would be a big, big yeah, gainer. That, since that would transform the game week for sure. Yeah, it's, but at the same time, it's like a little touch and go because who the fuck knows what rotation is going to be like. Like, yeah. FA Cup right around the corner for both teams. I mean, Spurs, I guess, are still kind of fighting for top four, so you'd expect like a strong lineup, but who knows with United? Like, it could be anyone. I wouldn't be surprised. Yep, I agree. I mean, I guess Lingard being benched in the first game makes you feel more confident that he'll start at Bournemouth, but yeah, same yeah, as Sun. I mean, he, yeah. Sun, yeah, Sun for sure will start, I think. That's not really too much of a worry, but. I don't know about Alexis. He usually is kind of like a machine, but he's been subbing him and stuff, so I hope he starts. I, I don't know. I, United were so ridiculously bad against West Brom. But so they, bad. Mourinho's not even, even under pressure to have a reaction to that. He just obviously doesn't care about anything or anyone, so he could just start a B team for sure. We'll have to, we'll have to find out. But. It feels good to, thus far to have dodged the Pogba bullet, who is just atrocious again <laughs> zero pointer subbed off before 60 like so fucking bad like tried tried to warn people but who knows i might eat my words at bournemouth but i don't know feels good so far yeah i mean paul is somehow even worse than matic which is not normally an easy thing to do although and although matic assisted the j-rod goal which is a yeah, bad job yeah. by him. good he always gets on the score sheet somehow but <laughs> yeah united are all sorts so i mean you have De Gea and Bournemouth looks okay. They still have good fixtures. Looks good, okay for cleans. But I mean, we saw the center back carnage. We've been warning people about staying away there. Yeah. But you know, we have Jones and Bailly neither getting any time. So that sucks if you have them. But 
No clean was very surprising. I mean, yeah. West Brom did have a couple chances, but it's West Brom, and you know they just got the they got the lucky goal. But yeah, I'm, I'm on fucking thirty one points right now. Uh, I'm just I'm just getting one pointers for fun. I have six one pointers in my team right now. Kevin in for Sterling. Six that, one pointers is staggering. Yeah, the the Kevin in for Sterling before last game week has been like a negative fifteen points or some shit. I don't know, some huge amount of negative points there, and then Kiko getting subbed at fifty eight minutes just right on my tits. It was so good. The it's feels of like Kiko, it's, a, it's yeah. so Walsh. I mean, Christensen for those that month when that was happening every game week, and then now Kiko. It's it's the kind of thing where he's so cheap, and all the defenders are so bad in in life, and. I like the shout of him playing in an attacking role, not only for an attacking sense, but also that he would get subbed more likely than if he was in the back line. Yeah. But usually a fucking sub doesn't happen on 58 minutes. Yeah, so. I know. Especially if he in like a nil-nil game, like he couldn't have been, he wasn't fucking up that bad, you know? But like Aaron on Slack said, should we avoid defenders that Walsh gets if we want them to play more than 58 minutes? I mean, <sighs> yes. Yeah, the answer is I, I resoundingly one yes. Answer. But, there are know. only three cleans so far this week, and two of them are Huddersfield and West Brom. So really, just There's I feel one. like people who are free hitting this week are probably flying because they're the only people most likely who have triple Liverpool. Because you know, like we said on last pod, like Liverpool going forward are huge rotation risks. But having like double Liverpool defense and an attacker, or double attacker and one defender, like that's huge points. Yeah, I mean, you, we have City also that looked like yeah. a really good bet for a clean game week 35 home Swansea. But other than that, I would be surprised if there's one in the division. Yeah. So it's the main problem is, though, it's like even though we have kind of been identifying the lack of cleans recently and poor investment for expensive defenders in general. It's not like we're getting points out of our cheap defenders. I mean, no one's just no one's getting points, so it's it's a little bit difficult and a tricky Ke- thing. But Kevin Long is getting points. Oh yeah, I mean Kevin Long. You're an idiot if you don't have Kevin Long. What were we thinking? It's it's so funny though. It's like I feel so validated when Lester let two in and then Burnley let one in, and everyone's been planning for weeks to have like Burnley defend Lester defend. It's it's just they're they're bad. So you know it's it's whatever. But yeah, the, again, the best it's advice like I gave all all week was probably to Ashier and Guest Jason, who are both free hitting this week, and I was like. They both had Chilwell, and I was like, "He's horrible. Get rid of him immediately. Get Liverpool defenders. Like they're gonna keep it clean." And boom, right there. And Trent yeah. with like a twelve pointer, like easy. Yeah, Trent. Trent so good, but it's not like I mean, for how few points like the Burnley and Leicester defenders are, it's not like there are other four point five defenders on right. teams that are keeping clean. So I mean, we're all just bad at. Well, I mean, yeah. defense are they're all just bad. So it's whatever. Yeah. I had, yeah. I mean, Kane zero shots. I, I don't know. I don't know what to make of it. it. It it'll all come down to the next game, Brighton, which was always the case with Spurs. Like, hopefully they can just put like four or five paths and we all fly. So we'll see. Yeah, except for the Ericsson owners who are laughing. Yeah, they're laughing. Um, let's do some housekeeping. So, shout out FML Field Prize League Mug League leader for April so far in the midweek is James M, friend of the Slack, aka McCrystal Palace. A lot of matches to go for April, so we'll see how that pans out. Um, FML, uh, FML Cup finalists, Taryn is up one point right now. So, wow. It's so I, fucking tight. There's five 
matches left. It's going to come down to the wire. And and last, inaugural cup. Yeah, exactly. And lastly, shout out, top of the FMLPL public league leader, still Clarky, the fucking lad. Yeah, it's Get it's in there. Clark. It's always Clark. Clark. Always Clark. Uh, let's go on. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I think Liverpool City, I mean, I don't feel the need to talk any more about Liverpool than we did last week. I still feel the same um, in terms of, like, pretty much everyone on Liverpool being a bad pick from here on out in FPL, maybe until after Champions League. I just think rotation is going to be super heavy, especially in gaming 35 against West Brom. Um, maybe a leaked, leaked lineup <laughs> will lead some people to the glory land, but I don't know. But City, on the other hand, I mean, I feel like everyone should be gearing towards triple City, right? I agree, yeah. I mean, they've got the really nice double, even though they do only have two days off there, so we'll have to see who plays both. That's just going to be a crapshoot. But in general, every single fixture for the rest of the season could be a 4-0 on paper. They play the absolute dross of the league, and getting three in as fast as possible feels like the way to go. A little bit annoyed about the Jesus Aguero thing because I really was hoping that one of the forwards would step forward. I I just want like Aguero, huge step back, out for the year kind of a thing would be amazing. But with the strikers looking a no-go, I guess it's just got to look, you got to just look in midfield. Um, yeah, I still think Sterling is the best guy. He's been the best guy all season. I still think he's the best guy. Yeah, I think triple the mid is definitely defensible. Um, Sterling, Kevin Silva, Sané. I mean, you could go two or three of any of those four names and probably be comfortable. Uh, seeing some Gundo shouts feels a little bit silly. I mean, I don't know. What is Dino missing, like, one more game or something? Yeah, one or two more suspended. But he's yeah. been so good, Gundo. Yeah, I mean, he took the pen, right? So Yeah, that's nice. He's cheap, but it's you don't want to get a heavy rotation risk because he's clearly not first choice. He's not in the first 11, so... No. I, aside from that, though, I think it's really those four names, and then we're seeing him rotate center backs. I mean, Otamendi rightfully deserved to be dropped. He's been horrible for about a month, but Walker feels pretty nailed, but he's expensive, so I don't know. You know, it depends on your setup, and if you're stuck with like Alonzo, it's easy to go over to Walker, but if you have cheap defenders and you can't get up there, then I would probably focus trans- spending transfers on midfield. Yeah, it's also scary. I mean, like, we both kind of agreed last week, and I still think it's true that we'll see mostly first teamers for the rest of the season. They, there's absolutely no reason why they would not play first teamers. Like, they want to break records, they want to finish the season strong. They're, these guys are all playing in the World Cup, blah, blah, blah. But there will be here and there little bits of rotation, I'm sure. And I feel like yeah. someone like, like you mentioned last spot, like there haven't been that many players on City who have just been like overworked, play ninety every single week. But Walker is one of those guys. So like, I could see Walker getting like maybe dropped for a game for Danilo, and maybe Kev gets dropped for a game. He's been just absolute workhorse machine. But I still, yeah, I still, I still hold that it'll be mostly first team, and they'll score a lot of goals. Yeah, and I mean, it's not going to be a surprise, or it shouldn't be a surprise if there's a game we see Bilva in for Sané, or you know, yeah. we see or we see Foden in for like Raz gets rested for a game. I don't, I don't think we'll probably have any of the players and the city attackers actually play all five of the remaining game or feature for all five of the remaining games. But even if you're getting four games from any of the attackers, they are so good and so much more at the elite level compared to. 
Spurs attack. That's any attack other than Liverpool. It's like yeah, those two are just yeah. Yeah, and when Liverpool have one less game plus Champions League, it just if you're spending like for like poundage there, you want to probably go City. So yeah, you want City. Yeah, so I mean, it's time. It's time to shift back to City and you know wild cards and free hits and transfers. They've got the game against Swansea this week. That should probably be every FPL player's focus. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Okay. Um. So there's the half of the world that's free hitting game week 35, and there's half of the world that isn't and is kind of planning for the rest of the season. Who would you target if you were free hitting for game week 35? Like Dave on Slack wants to know if free hit 35 must haves. I mean, um, aside I mean, from the city guys we just mentioned. Yeah, so I mean, I would, I would build around, see what happens with Aguero. If Aguero still is like knocked, I would definitely have Jesus, but I would probably build around the three city attackers. Liverpool, maybe we'll get the leak lineup. I mean, Carius feels okay. Uh, Zaha at Watford definitely should be in there, definitely. I think. I guess you would want Obbs, even though they're going to be playing B-teamers behind him. I mean, against West Ham, they could still score a couple goals. Yeah, and he's still just returning every week. It's it's yeah. just one of those things. There's not that many other forwards other than Jesus who are high-priced, so it's easier to fit in Obbs. And I think Arnie, too. Yeah, Arnie, I definitely agree. I think Arnie three five two probably feels the best, like the yeah. best formation yeah. because the strikers on the bad teams are just really are zero that you'll want. Looking at the teams that play in thirty five, um, as far as defense goes, maybe like Chris Wood. I guess he's been really good. Yeah, I mean, maybe he'll be your first bench guy, but I don't know if you'd want to start him over you know a over midfielder a like Arnie. Midfielder, yeah, yeah. Because that's who you'll be looking at for that spot in your yeah, team. Pocono Drew is shouting to me like maybe tripling Liverpool defense, which is nuts, but maybe actually genius if you go Carius, Van Dyke, and Clavon because Lovren's knocked. So assuming Lovren is still like kind of touching on, they don't want to risk him and save him for Champions League, then. There's no other center backs on the on the fucking roster, and I think the fullbacks are very high percent chance of rotation. Whereas Van Dyke, Clavin, Carius are probably all going to keep their spot. It could be like a huge, huge differential points so all. I kind of like it. Yeah, it does feel like the lineup will leak though. The lineup has been leaking every yeah, week for the past three or four league matches. I feel like so. Yeah, I don't. What's that Twitter? It's like Anfield Index or some shit. Like Express, that, I think. Anfield know. Express. One of those. They that dude is just that's Klopp, and he just knows the lineup. Like, I don't know what the fuck is going Twitter on account. with that guy. Yeah, that's funny. Um, yeah, I mean, the one concern I do have with putting all the eggs in that basket is like. I mean, West Brom looked up for it. They're going to be back home after being united. I think they'll probably play decently. And if Liverpool are playing a very B team, you know, it's a little bit. It's a, I would feel more comfortable going two there and just spreading it around a little bit. Yeah, it's, it's seeing, obviously not nailed, and it is risky. Yeah. I just feel like it's kind of worth it because every other team, other than maybe City defense, is like bad. Like I don't see many clean sheets. None of these teams are really keeping cleans. Maybe Newcastle, but Everton are home. They usually score at home. Yeah, I, w- I like PVA this week. I think that's a pretty good pick. Watford have been very bad. Yeah, Watford have just. I mean, they're beach, they're on the beach. beach they're, land. They're, yeah. yeah, they're standard the beach. Watford beach territory. Yeah. The only problem, I mean, PVA is the attacking threat, but the only problem is I, we we leak. I think we've kept like 
three clean sheets all season. I don't know how we've kept no. We don't do not keep clean sheets. Meanwhile, so. me and you get Sako in on our yeah, wild cards. Good job, we have, we have to. Good job, us. Yeah, I would probably. I mean, if you don't go triple Liverpool, I would probably be focusing on like PVA Liverpool, dude. I think yeah, like Newcastle, someone like like Las Las or yeah, something. Yeah, Lascelles, yeah, Lascelles, whatever you say his name. But I mean, you could you could go with an Everton defender like a Baines or a Coleman. I mean, Seamus missed a fucking sitter. He should have scored. Yeah. You know, he's yeah, but still, I mean, Newcastle have a look. Newcastle do look good. I, yeah, I do really think good. they'll score, but you know, Coleman with the attacking threat, you could do worse this week. So. I think that's probably about it. And I mean, you could decide to put a city defender in there and go for two attackers. That that could work as well if, if you think that you'll, your team's looking better that way. But I think that's about it. I mean, there's not much. I would definitely stay away from Arsenal defense. Like Mustafi looks yeah. like he's been playing a lot, but they are so bad. But he's just, been so bad. He's so bad. He's been playing like Pogba levels of bad. Yeah. So it's just, I yeah. would definitely, I would avoid Arsenal defense a million percent. Well, not also even, with Arsenal, consider. I mean, like, their semifinal against Atletico is, you know, one's between 35 and 36 and the other's between 36 and 37. So no one, like we've been saying for weeks now that Obama is the only good guy and the only nailed guy. And that's just going to continue through maybe the end of the season, maybe game week 38, they play a strong lineup, but there's no reason, especially with as good a team as Atletico is like, there's no reason to see any real first teamers other than Aubameyang. Obviously. Yeah, one one cheeky thing though, I think Awobi is an left field punt that you could yeah. maybe roll the dice on because he's definitely not in the first team, but he's definitely starting, and he yeah. could start the, every game the rest of the season, and yeah. maybe except for thirty eight, and he's if he actually and plays he's a full fucking team. Good. Yeah, he's been. He, I mean, I don't know if he's fucking good. He's I, I like him hitter. a lot. I like him, but I don't think he's fucking good. I think he's very okay. hit or miss. Like okay. he has Welbeck type games where he just can't do anything right. Right, but. They have good fixtures, and he's really cheap. So, and he's a kind of he's a good enabler. Like I'd rather have a Wobi probably than like Gundo. So that's yeah. maybe a little crazy and not like intuitive, but I don't. Know, I like it. I, I, I like a Wobi a little bit. So. I feel like on a free hit, I'd rather have Gundo. But for the rest of the season, I'd much rather have a Wobi. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Yeah, because Gundo with Dino should. Yeah, like, he's he's nailed this week at least, Gundo. Yeah, probably. Although, yeah, yeah, probably. Probably now, yeah. Um, and then the other side of the coin is is not non-free hitters like, like me and you. So we're more targeting guys for the rest of the season. I mean, we mentioned Aubameyang, yes. We mentioned City, yes. I think Spurs are good after Game Week 35. They should be pretty good for the rest of the season. They have a nice double. Who else are you looking at? Um, I mean, Wilf too. Like they have no double, but Wilf is a perfect example of like a single game weaker that you want. Even in game week thirty-seven, when everyone's doubling, the rest of their fixtures are just incredible, and he's playing up top. Yeah, I mean, like Newcastle, I guess also. Yeah, Newcastle's good too. I think That's I mentioned Jordan Ayew in the beginning. I mean, if you're on like a cheap third forward kind of situation, he's been great for a while. Like the whole second half of the season, he's been really good. They have really bad next two fixtures, but then an incredible double in Game Week 37, and then home Stoke in Game Week 38, and they're still fighting for for uh, relegation. So, you know, he could be good. Yeah, I like the Jordan Ayew shot. I, I definitely, if I had to go for the sub six third forward, like if you're kind of backed into a corner and you can't double swap that guy out, and you need that guy to start, I definitely think Ayew is a good shout. Um, 
I mean, that's, I think I don't think I have any extra insight there. I think you hit the teams. Yeah, I mean, Spurs, it should, <laughs> just should be said, Spurs, and I guess United, like if you have like De Gea, obviously keep. Um, because after Game Week 35, the FA Cup semifinal, the final is until after the season. So we yeah. should just see like first team for United, Spurs, and the other shitty teams during the FA Cup for the mm-hmm. rest of the season. So, you know, that's good them yep and and spurs have an extra day they have three days off between the double games which is good for them so yeah i'm definitely twitchy with son though i think he's on a very short leash she's gonna be getting out of my team very soon it's been bad um, it's been bad yeah it's just like lamella he's more he's feeling better about starting lamella i mean i might spend my transfer on son this week i'm not sure i have to look at it a little bit more as the week progresses but Son with the rotation risk, even in, if they do have three days off, they don't really lose much if they have Lamella in instead of Son. I guess a little bit of attacking there, but like you know, they should be able to score three against these bad teams anyway. So yeah, Son I think is a very sketchy shout, but and I gotta just keep shouting Arnie. I mean, like he he's just so fucking good, and his numbers are so good, and he looks so good, and the fixtures are are bad on paper, but Homestoke. I mean, in an hour from now is obviously amazing. At Arsenal is fucking amazing. That's a fantastic fixture. Home City is obviously really bad in 36, but the double in 37 at Leicester is a terrific fixture. Home United is not great, but it's like, yeah, United haven't been that good defensively lately. And then Game Week 38, Home Everton is another fantastic fixture. And with his form, I just think... He's just so fucking good. Like he's so automatic in my team. There's no chance of him going anywhere. Yeah, I agree. I, I think Arnie's flown a little under the radar in the last like week or two, just because the fixtures look bad. But as you mentioned, at Arsenal is a very good fixture right now for an atta- for an attacker. And I mean, City at home, you still feel like City have little lapses in them. And with Arnie playing up top and City completely on the beach, just kicking it around for fun. It's it's not that it's not good, but it's not like fuck. He's definitely going to blank in that game. So yeah, it's weird. Like City almost feel like Liverpool of like last season or something, where it's like they dominate, they dominate, they dominate. Then they have a ten minute stretch where they're just a complete fucking mess, nightmare, and they could concede anywhere from like one to three goals in that ten minute stretch. Yeah, um, I think another thing just to touch on is, I mean. We have a blank game week coming up, and for the non-free hitters, it's kind of like how how aggressive are you taking hits this week? Do you think like how many guys do you really feel like you want to try and get out? What I, I think I mean mentioning Sun, like I have Austin also, who's <laughs> somehow not starting for Shane, and Shane Long starting over him, and they need goals. I don't know, you know, like what kind of players do you feel okay taking a hit for? Like even Alexis, I mean, he's so expensive. They have really good fixtures, but they look so bad. So, what are you looking at there in terms of? Yeah, it's interesting. Other, other I haven't players. thought much about it because I'm I'm going to use my free transfer on Mares or Son this week, and I'll have ten guys. So I feel really good about my game week thirty five team. But I mean, only twenty seven percent of the top ten k have their free hit left before this week. So there's going to be like majority of active competitive players are not going to be free hitting in thirty five. I don't know how many hits I'd I'd want to take. I feel like I'd be I'd feel really bad without like at least like seven guys, and that and that's kind of I say seven guys, but not seven pieces of fucking shit. Like I'd feel bad if I don't have a city attacker. I'd feel 
pretty bad if I don't have Aubameyang. Like even like Wilf, I feel pretty bad if I don't have him because there's just not that many good guys to have. Like you could have seven guys and three of them are triple Burnley and like that's not good. Like those are just blanks. So yeah, I don't know. I feel like I'd shoot for like seven or eight. And if I was going to take hits for guys who are blanking, I would just make sure to make sure that they're guys that you plan on keeping for the rest of the season. Like all of the guys we just mentioned who have good outlook for the rest of the season or really good doubles in 37, stuff like that, where you're planning ahead and you're not just trying to, you know, like paper over cracks for, for game week 35 specifically. Yeah, I I mean, I think thinking more about it, I mean, I've seen a lot of teams with Hazard, a lot of people who really loaded up for this double and these these premium assets who are blank right now in Game Week 35. I think it's a pretty good opportunity to do something like take Hazard and Sun out for De Bruyne and Sterling or something like that, or take Alexis yeah. and Sun out for Sterling and Silver. Like, you know, I, I feel like those are, that's a good minus four to take to, to get Yeah, two, two point City hits are in. good in weeks like this traditionally. Yeah, especially with City. I mean, if you're taking you're taking the two point hit for this week, but then they also do have the double. So if you get lucky and you get the extra game there, like it's almost like a zero point hit because you're making the you're making those four points up just on minutes played. And so they're any, the best midfielders in the game, bar Liverpool. So it's like, you know, you can never no return is ever nailed in one in a one week stretch or even a four week stretch. But City are. Fucking, I mean, we don't have to say City are good. Like City are insane. So, feels pretty okay to to if you're gonna take a hit it, for anyone to take a hit for City guy. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I mean, how so, many guys are you on for next week before um, before transfers? I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine with no goalkeeper, and one of those is Vanderhorn, who actually should start. They should go back to three at the back against City. Yeah, so maybe I, maybe that's a point. Yeah, maybe a point. Hopefully, a point. I'm a, I'm, yeah, I, I am a little worried about Kiko. I don't know. He subbed him early. Who knows? He might not start. But maybe he'll just start him back at fullback. I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean, I don't have like a good eleven. I'm, I've got Andy King coming in. I have double Newcastle defense in. Uh, Sacco probably won't keep it clean, but I mean, you know, that's whatever. I just have like De Bruyne, Zahan, Obs really as attackers. That's a very nice good. core, though. Yeah, yeah. So, but that again, I mean, I'm I'm looking at maybe doing taking a hit and doing something like maybe getting Jesus in or Sterling in and and getting rid of like Sun, Alexa. I don't know, Austin, Alexis, Sun. Those three spots I'm going to play around with and see what I can get. But yeah, I'm looking I at should, a hit too. Yeah, yeah, I should get. 10 out. I'm definitely not going to fuck around on goalkeeper. I don't give a shit about goalkeeper. So I'll probably have 10 out. Yeah, so I mean, fine. I mean, 10 with it, a hit or, or 10 on, I could have 10 with like one really bad guy and no hit. You know, that's, that's what I'm looking at. Yeah, and I said, I think I said before Game Week 34 on last pod, like I expect us to both kind of go down Game Week 34 because mm-hmm. we didn't stockpile the doubles or I'm bench boosting, but still it's not like a good bench boost for me. But I feel like game week 35, we're super primed for like a really good week. Like I mentioned the percentage, like most people in the top 10K, which that's where you're around, all those competitive guys don't have their free hit for game week 35. So getting 10 yeah, or 11 out just feels like fantastic. Yeah. Me. And I mean, my hope is that there's more than like a 10 or 15% of those owners that didn't recently wildcard and plan for this. And they're just kind of like really fucked for 35, which is definitely a possibility if they yeah, wildcarded that's, earlier. Uh, there's some percentage of those guys. Yeah. yeah for so, sure. I mean, if there are going to be like, say, 20% of teams that are on like minus eights or something like that, then I'll feel really just to 
And that's just to approach the team I have now, basically. And if I'm on a minus four or no hit with a better team, like that'll feel good next week. But yeah. I'm really nervous right now just because I only have five guys left this game week. Like you have eight and you have 13 more points than me. So yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm in a really bad position. Like I am, unless if Alexis really does something special, I only expect to go down from here. And I already have gotten like a 7K red arrow from 15K to 22K right now. So. I'm in a precarious position, you, and I'm going to need an Alexis return. That's your way out of it. Yeah, I don't even think one would give give me a gray arrow. I think I need like a brace with Max Bones to give me just a gray arrow at this well, point. It I depends so. if if Kane and Ron blank and Alexis gets one. I think that's fine. I think that yeah, will give you about a gray arrow. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. That would probably be fine. But regardless of what Kane does, because I do own him, it really just comes down to Alexis because he's such a differential. I think they're only like four or five percent absence on him. So. Yeah. But it's just a huge risk because, I mean, United wouldn't have scored if the game was 200 minutes against West Brom, so we'll see. West Brom aren't good last time I checked. Last time I checked, they were not good, but they looked like world beaters against yeah. them. Just, like, they looked really good. <laughs> they looked great. I, I was saying in Slack as the game was going on, I was like, damn, West Brom playing some football, looking good. Nothing like fucking Mourinho team to make West Brom look good. No, I yeah, agree. Um, so, yeah, I mean, one guy that we... We kind of both left out just out of muscle memory, I feel like, but at this point it's just ridiculous. It's Milivojevic. And we're both mentioning Wilf, blah, 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 Palace is good fixtures, et cetera. But, and Millie is just a player transformed. Like early in the season, I was just like, this is bullshit. He's just getting lucky. He's getting a pan every week or like some worldy volley that he has no right scoring. But, He's turned into just like a star player for you guys. Like that assist to Wolf this week was so sick. That pass over the top and his free kicks are Alonzo level free kicks. And it's just like for how cheap he is, like he's just fucking really good. Yeah, I mean, I've been having blinders on just because he keeps getting these pens, and I'm like, this is so unsustainable. Like, yeah. This is so unsustainable. But he has been given a little bit more like license to move forward and roam forward when we have possession in the final third. Whereas in the past, he's been really shackled as a CDM, like really not going much past the halfway line. So yeah, he's good. He's a good pick. It'll be interesting to see what he's priced at next season. Um, it's going to be I mean, if he's, super high. If he's 5'5, five, five, like in that region, no way. he'll probably, yeah, you're right. He'll probably be more in the 6'5 area. Yeah, he'll be like 6'5. He's fucking, he, he has if, so many points. Yeah, if they price him at six, which I think is defensible and that could happen, that'll be an interesting one because then you're going to be looking at him like, in the same category as the best midfielder on promoted teams and stuff, so he might be a, a cheeky pick for game week one next season. We'll have to see. But I mean, he's, four, yeah, he's he's fourteenth in points for midfielders. <laughs> it's yeah, he's five I mean, points behind Mane. <laughs> yeah, the fuck? He's seven points behind Alexis. He's eighteen points behind Sane. Like it's insane. Yeah, it's, it is a little bit silly. And as long as we have Wilf and. We're going to still be around the top five teams drawing pens because he's so hard to deal with in the box. I mean, even though it's half dives and half pens, like, Millie is good. I mean, I'm not transferring, again, I'm not transferring him in, but if you have him, like, you feel great about starting him oh 35. God. And I feel you terrible feel, not having him because he's yeah, just he, murdering he's us. Been stick, yeah, he's been sticking it in for a while. Him and Vardy really. over the last two months have just destroyed us. Vardy has been even Vardy's pissed me off more. I mean, at least Millie's on Palace. So when he does good things, I'm like, yes, Palace, yeah. like, you're great. 
Vardy but, yeah, just getting I mean, a goal every game and looking bad and the team looking bad every game for pretty much 90 minutes is very, very frustrating. But they were actually I, I, good this week and Mares absolutely should have returned and looked really good and they just they just didn't. It was sad. Yeah, I don't know. Fucking whatever. Vardy, Lester, fucking suck. Yeah. Um, anything else you want to talk about? Uh, o, o Furman on Slack asked this question. How much would you change your strategy based on your league performance? He means like your mini league performance. I.e., how much would you play differently if you're leading versus chasing, be defensive, or just a full-on purist and try and pick the highest scoring team every week? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not looking at that until game week 37, probably. Um, especially if you're chasers or who you're chasing as a wild card left, then there's really no point because their team's going to change completely from what you're trying to cover them with. But I think it's it's the predictive nature of what you expect your opponent to do is so variable at this point with so many game weeks left that it's just not worth doing. And I think 37 is more reasonable when, when chips are down and they aren't going to be doing anything drastic where you could really look at it. Um, and then in terms of like a differential cap, 37 there's going to probably be a, a fair few options, but... I still think from thirty five thirty six standpoint, just pick the good guys, go for your go for your best eleven, and then maybe a thirty seven for the double. Then take a look and see, like, okay, I'm twenty points down. Like, I'm really going to need to do like X, Y, and Z if I have a realistic shot at overcoming this person. Since we have seven shared players, like that kind of thing. But I don't think before thirty seven, that would be my advice anyway. What do yeah. you think? Yeah, I think I agree with that. I mean, to be honest, I've never really. Given a fuck or paying attention to any mini league, it's just not how I play the game. I'm always just competing against myself for overall rank, but that seems to make the most sense, especially just with like so many good doubles in 37 that you could really pick a bunch of guys that are sort of differentials but with really high point ceiling, and that'll be your your biggest chance to rise. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, All right. Should we go to game week 35 caps and stuff? Sure. All right. Cool. Uh, man, it's so weird. I mean, there's still there's still a bunch of matches to go, so we might get some other info right now. But who are you on as of, as of now? As or of right Cap? now, I have it on I have it on De Bruyne, but he hasn't scored a goal in like 13 games. So I feel like some whatever I do with my transfers will probably be my cap. Yeah, I think that's that's same for me. I mean, I'm on yeah. Abba, but I have no city guys that I'm going to bring in. One or two, and that'll probably be my cap. Yeah, unless if the Liverpool lineup leaks and Salah's in there, and I think that it's got to be a City player this week, just looking at the fixtures. Home Swansea's too good to pass up. Um, they could put 5-6 past Arsenal again. Ob's good on paper fixture, but with the B team behind him, I just don't feel like they are good. So he's... Yeah. I, mean, they're, I mean, it's defensible, team I feel best. like, starting Ob, with just how good he is and how automatic he's been, but... They are just such a lower ceiling than like the city guys without without I mean, a pen or something like that. He's the ceiling yeah, is just if, so low. If you have no city players, then it would probably Ob would probably be your pick. But I don't think anyone will have no city players. So yeah, I don't know if that's yeah. The lineup leak into. will be interesting for Liverpool because, like you said, if like Salah's starting, I I'd absolutely go Salah. But I don't know who who the fuck knows as of right now. Yeah. But in terms of City, like I am, I am toying around with getting Jesus, and I got. I'm hopeful with that we'll get some better news about Aguero, 
in the presser and see where he's at. But oh yeah, pressers are always so fucking helpful. That's gonna be that's gonna be good for us. I know, I know, whatever. But you know <laughs> what I mean. Like, I mean, he played like ten minutes in the fucking Champions League game, and then he didn't play like last game. So. Well, Ashley Young fucking destroyed him. That's what happened there. Yeah, but I mean, he wasn't on the bench this week, right? Yeah, no, because because of the Ashley Young tackle, right. like right, into right, his right. ankle, so, he's destroyed. Yeah, or so, knee I mean, or whatever. He'll probably want to get in there a little bit ahead of the World Cup, but I don't know. Jesus feels like a very high ceiling pick, even though he only knows how to score tappins. Like he could brace and midfield feels tough. I mean, I do like Sterling too. I, I feel like Sterling. Yeah, I'll probably, probably be cap. in Sterling to be honest. Yeah, Sterling's probably a better captain to Bruyne just because he's got brace potential. But the thing with Sterling that's really frustrating, especially from captaincy standpoint, is. He double returned in a 3 1 and didn't get one bonus point. So, I mean, you know, bonus points are significant when you're doubling them for captaincy. So, if yeah, I mean, but if whatever, gets, dude, that Salah doesn't know, get bones either. You know, yeah, it's just. I know. I'm just saying. Yeah. It's, it's frustrating. Like, if De Bruyne gets an assist, then he's going to have more points than Sterling if Sterling gets a goal. Is what right, I'm right, right, right. Yeah, that's fair. I, I do like De Bruyne for a captain, though. Um, pretty, I think he'll be a pretty big differential captain. I, I, no matter what I do, I might stick with him. I'm not sure if I'm going to reach to Jesus. I might play it safer and just do midfield. I'm not sure yet, but I think yeah. that, I mean that's where I'm looking. Yeah, yeah. I think I'll yeah. be on Raz, but we'll see. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we kind of already t- covered our teams and our transfers. I mean, I have Mares and Son. Those are the two. Highest price slash worst guys that I have who are blanking. So those would be my two targets for transfers out. I'm definitely looking at Sterling in for one of them. I might take a hit and bring in someone else for the other, but that's all I'm looking at for now. Yeah, I mean, that's that does itself. Yeah. So, yep. yeah. I mean, quick pod. Middle middle of game week pod. Weird time to pod, but we got a pod. No, I mean, I think we, we touched on some prescient topics, and I think we hit it. We hit all the all the, all the talking points for the game week. I mean, it's the business end of the season, so... Yeah. There's if you not, don't know who's good t- by now, then you don't fucking know what's happening. Yeah, basically. I mean, we're these are all very narrow decisions that we have to make from now till the end of the season with so few game weeks left. Um, I mean, there aren't, like, gems who have good fixtures over the next eight to ten game weeks that we could Arnie. talk about in game week... Six or something, you know, just because there's not that much time. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, there's, it's just like a very, I think it's such a smaller pool of players that are in the good team. So, yeah. And everything is so team dependent. Like we always say, like some people were asking in Slack, like, oh, when would you wildcard? Like, blah, blah, blah. And I, I literally wrote to all of them, like, just message me or Walsh on Slack or post it and or post it in the Rate My Team channel because. We can't answer that on pod because it's just different for every single team. And it, yeah, it just does nothing to talk about on pod. Yeah. Um, all right. So, no new patrons or anus slaps this week. So, yeah, I mean, that's it, I, I think. So, any last words? I really need Newcastle to keep a clean sheet this week. That would be like really that, nice. That's that will be my green arrow or red arrow. I feel like it's going to be Newcastle clean sheet dependent, which doesn't feel great. But. Well, luckily you have Wolf, so it just halls are just coming in the drove. So you know, is is Wolf captain shout at insane thing? Um, it's a little worrisome because Benteke subbed on this week, and oh, there's if a he starts, chance Benteke starts. Yeah, and then Wolf is a really bad captain. But yeah. I don't know. I feel like. This was your first win in a fucking long time. I mean, other than the Huddersfield game, I guess. But I don't know. has just been so good. Like, why would Roy want to change it? I don't know, but it's sketchy. It's definitely it's sketchy. sketchy. I mean, it was like, what, his first brace of his fucking career this week? 
Yeah, but like that was the best. That was the best single free transfer I've made all season. By the way, I mean, you can't get better than transferring out a fucking zero and bringing in a brace. No, no. I mean, I said if I didn't have Wolf right now, I'd be on seventeen points. That's pretty You'd bad. Be, this would be a much different tone of pod if that were the oh, case. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm like scraping. I mean, this is a scraping by tone, not like a darkness overcoming me tone. So it's like we're, we're okay. too early cool. in the day for drinking pure darkness nightmare pod. Anyway. Yeah, for sure. All right. Check us out at FMLfield.com. Follow us on Twitter at FMLfield. Sports Patreon.com slash FMLfield. Cheers.